Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And as we do every late, late Thursday night into early Friday morning, we react to the Thursday night game. This time it's Bengals, Ravens. There was definitely some players we were interested in going into this thing to see how they played. And then probably the star of it, A.J. Green, three touchdowns right away, Jeff. And I was like I said before we were talking, I feel like that's almost actually the way it started. Slightly disappointing with this final outcome. I don't know. How do you feel as an A.J. Green owner? Even though you can't be too disappointed, though, with three touchdowns. No, very, very happy. But at the same time, you're right. I mean, first half, you catch three touchdowns. And I know it's kind of like the... You know, immediately you feel like oh, I'm going to take my foot off the gas, and I I feel like that's what the Bengals did a little bit. But I mean, three touchdowns. I'm I'm, I'm not going to you know complain about it. Yeah, it'd be a little greedy if you do. So yeah. I mean, you'll take it. But yeah, five catches, 69 yards, solid. But if he's that doesn't even matter if they're just going to look for him all the time, trying to get touchdowns to him. That's all that matters. So it's going to be a pretty good year if they continue to do that. So. Green, I mean, he's a, he's a wide receiver one every week. We know that. But, I mean, is Andy Dalton an option now? I wouldn't jump to that conclusion. <laughs> Me either. I mean, it's very un, uh, unrealistic to think that he's going to throw that many touchdowns. Um, I mean, even, I think, was this the first game Green has had three touchdowns? It was something like that. They, they fleshed up on the screen. I have to actually go back and look. Um, but it, it just doesn't usually happen. They've been playing uh, with each other long enough, and Dalton's been playing long enough that uh, I think you kind of know what he is. But it was great to see him actually do something today. But even with four touchdowns, which he had, he still barely broke 250 yards. Yeah, and he really, after that first, you know, after the first half, he really didn't do much. He only 24 or 42. It's Andy Dalton. But he's always had these kind of games before, though. It's It's in the realm of possibility for him to do this. It's just, you know, not, not a guy you're going to trust. So I wouldn't read too much into it unless he starts, what was it? Two, three years ago. When is that where he actually became a fantasy option all year? I maybe it's always possible. We always could be overlooking him. If you got a healthy AJ green is going to play the whole time. And I mean, if he has a running back like Joe Mixon, maybe he could be a little better just fantasy wise. Yeah. I'm not saying he's that great of a quarterback. Right, right. I mean, speaking of that, what, what did you think of Mixon's performance tonight? I, I just every time I watch Mixon, I just you, I feel like I'm watching somebody who's going to be a great running back. Every time the numbers, I mean, ends up 21 kick carries, 84 yards. That's not amazing, but that's pretty solid. And he battled through knee injury the whole time. He went out of the game twice. But the most probably you know encouraging thing is just the amount of touches, the amount of carries he is getting right now. This is this wasn't happening last year. Getting 21 carries, even in two stretches where he wasn't in the game, you're, he's going to be a he's going to be a running back one, without a doubt. Top 10 guy for me, rest of the year. Yeah, he's definitely going to be up there. Um, we'll see how this offense kind of progresses. Um, I would love to see him get a little more work in the red zone. Uh, they threw it a lot, which is wonderful for me. Um, but yeah, he looked good. He looked really, really good. And uh, nothing nothing has changed from week run one, really. And you're right. Even though he did miss, uh, I don't really know, not a whole quarter, say, but he was out. And uh, Bernard was in there doing well. But as soon as Mixon came back in, you know, it was just a different type of running back back there. And 21 rushes after battling through that, I feel really, really good about him. I think he is going to be excellent. I do, too. He just, he just looks the part. 
He looks good every time. And then looks like Tyler Boyd is, was stepping up as the number two for the Bengals yeah, today. What? He, he was probably the, the biggest surprise uh, today. He looked really, really good. Uh, I don't know. Is this someone that all of a sudden we have to take note of? You know what? I mean, he was a name a couple of years ago. He's only 23 yeah, years he old. He was. He's only he's 23. Still very young. He's the number two. Ross, unfortunately, didn't do anything kind of once again. Uh, Boyd looked really good. He was the other guy that, that Dalton was obviously looking to uh, finish with six receptions, uh, 91 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and, and really, besides for one rocket pass that kind of went off his hands, the guy looked rock steady. Oh, we almost kind of forget that. I mean, last year he battled some injuries and only ended up with 22 catches. But his rookie season two years ago, he had 54 catches for 603 yards and a touchdown, which he started that season. He was he was only a 21-year-old kid playing that year. Pretty solid year. So maybe we just, the injuries last year, then drafting John Ross, we kind of forgot about this guy. And he looked he looked pretty solid. I'm not going to go overboard and say go pick him up even yet. Maybe if you're in a deeper, you have a deeper bench, you could throw him on there. I'm not going to necessarily, you know, say that yet, but... It's something to look at. It's I, I'm more probably interested in him right now than John Ross. I think John Ross is pretty droppable after two catches for 11 yards in two games. Probably. Yeah, that was he. He's been very disappointing the first couple of games. So is Tyler Eifert not much going yet for him? Yeah, you know they keep talking about putting him on a pitch count, which obviously they're they're using the their other two tight ends, um, which obviously last year Croft filled in very admirably, and he he's a fine tight end, and even uh. uh uh, their other tight end that I can't pronounce his name. He actually looked decent too, but um, I think Eifert will develop. And I think if, as long as he stays healthy, which is a, the giant if, right. Um, and he gets more and more touches. I think he will become playable. Uh, you know, he, he, they did go to him once in the, in the red zone, uh, threw it to him in the, in the end zone even. And he, you know, got a pass interference. They got down on the one. So um, I, I think he will eventually be usable, but they are being very, very cautious with him. So you're going to have to kind of wait and see. But unfortunately, with with as talented as he is, uh, if he's still out there right now, this would be the time to get him because um, as soon as he plays, you know, ten more snaps or catches a touchdown, um, you know, everyone's going to kind of know what's up about him. Yeah, I'm, I agree with that. You just keep him. I wouldn't, unless you have another tight end. Maybe you you don't need him as your second. But if he's your guy right now, I'm, I'm okay with it. Ride it out, see what happens. There'll be somebody else that comes along, or you can fill in somebody else. But Eifert's talented. There's not a lot of really good, talented tight ends out there right now, anyway, to grab. George Kittle was probably taken in all of your leagues this week. So he's not out there. There really isn't. Your next hope is maybe like a Jonu Smith from Tennessee steps up, but you might just, Eifert's your guy. You probably have to go with it for a bit here. So I wouldn't worry too much. But how about the Baltimore side here? Joe Flacco threw for 376 yards and two touchdowns, but two picks, and it's just Joe Flacco. Not- yeah, he finished with a, a fine ending stat line, if you will, for fantasy, 21.8 in standard. Threw it 55 times. I just, nothing feels good about um, that offense. I don't know. It just feels like you're forcing it. It doesn't feel like Flacco is going to make the correct throws. And to be honest, even two of those plays, which one of them went to for a touchdown to John Brown, and then the other one was in the middle of the field to John Brown, neither of those really should have been caught. I feel like it was a little bit lucky because one was underthrown. The other one was threading a needle when, uh, you know, once again, I think more luck than anything. (laughs) But without those two uh, passes, he has a 
you know, a very poor night. Um, but, you know, I got to give them credit. They did get through there. They did. They were caught. It gave John Brown a very good stat line of four catches, 92 yards and a touchdown. He looked good. I, I still don't believe in Flacco. Um, but I think Brown was the, the most interesting offensive weapon they had. He keeps looking good. He's not getting an abundance of targets yet. And he's, you know, he's not doing that yet. But he's he looks solid. He looks like in his if he can stay healthy, I think he's only gonna get better. You know, that's what's probably gonna happen. He's just gonna get better. And two games, it's very encouraging for for a guy that you weren't having to spend anything to draft. And he had, you know, touchdowns in both weeks, but then it's only three catches and four catches. That's the thing. He's, you can't rely on the touchdown all the time. We need to get some more targets, get some more catches. He needs to get up to seven, eight catches a game to be somebody that you can trust. Because I have a hard time putting him on my, my lineup if he's only going to catch four balls. You just got to hope that touchdown happens. Especially the way this Baltimore offense works. I mean, not a whole. I mean, uh, I shouldn't say that because the entire wide receiving core is pretty much swapped out. <laughs> but Flacco's still there, still the same, you know, coaches. And last year they were really pitiful, um, you know, as far as passing goes. So I, I don't know how much is going to change. But I, I do have to say, um, between him and Crabtree, even though they were a little quiet because it's sporadic, but Crabtree as well, five catches, 56 yards, nothing to write home about. But, you know, they're just kind of staying somewhat relevant. I just, um, but I still don't really, really believe in Flacco. No, and then Willie Sneed's going to be getting these like four or five catches a game too to take away any make it so no one's really going to get too high of numbers. But Sneed went five for fifty four last week. He went four for forty nine, so he's involved. Buck Allen's going to catch a lot of balls. Alex Collins is okay. This is the Alex Collins. Thing. I'm not even going to you know railing on Alex Collins all year. It's not even I have nothing against how he played because he looked pretty solid at times tonight. It's just this is the worry if you're an Alex Collins owner. He's never they're not, they're not giving him the bulk of the work. I don't think they believe in this guy. They, I don't even know. I don't even know if it's that. I mean, he he actually salvaged his night, really, because you know. I'll say that they did don't have three believe, catches for fifty-five yards. They don't believe in him in that third down roll and that come from behind roll. That's the problem. He's not going to be the guy all the time. If they get down like this, Buck Allen's in the game, and Alex Collins isn't going to yeah, come in. Exactly. He didn't play yep, for like and, the last couple series. No, and you could tell right away. I mean, as soon as AJ Green caught two, well, three, like immediately. I mean, they caught four touchdowns in the first half. You knew right away they were going to just completely disregard the the run game. So, I mean, Callens ended up with nine rushes for 35 yards. Buck Allen, only six carries for eight yards, but one was on the goal line. You know, so he got the touchdown. So Callens, you know, did look a little bit better running the ball. But, um, yeah, Buck Allen is you know, the preferred back to be the uh, third down guy, the pass catcher, which he looks solid. But um, I don't know if it wasn't for that last drive where they're trying to make up, you know, gains where I think Buck Allen caught a, a couple more. I do think Collins is still the better back, um, but I think it will be dependent on how bad Baltimore is going forward. Yeah. And he's, he's still going to be the better back, but it's just kind of funny how in two games this year, he hasn't been the leading scorer on his team at running back yet. Just, I don't know, kind of an interesting stat. It is. And I was surprised when they, uh, Collins did get one rush at the goal line, I believe. He didn't get in. But I was surprised when they used Buck Allen. Um, I, I probably shouldn't have been, but just because I know he's also the preferred pass catcher, I was kind of surprised when at the one-yard line they put him in. because They did it last week, too. They gave I know, and it's, I don't know why, but 
I'm always surprised because Collins is by far the the harder runner as well. But if that's the way they're going to use him, obviously you just have to keep that in mind. So it is worrisome. But um, I I did actually like when he got the ball. I liked what he was able to do. Yeah, he, he was breaking tackles and running really hard. See, yeah, he looks pretty solid. That's the problem though. I just don't know if he'll ever get that full role. And yeah, and you you could be absolutely right. That's kind of the worry there. Yeah, if they and they're ever down, he's just he's on he's going to stand on the sideline for most of it, and it's going to be Buck Allen. So. All right. I think that's about all I got. Oh, unless you yep. got any more <laughs> insights, I don't. No. AJ Green is good. Mixon is good. Don't trust anyone else. That's pretty much what it came down to. Pretty much. Keep an eye on Tyler Boyd. That's about it. Yep. But all right. That'll do it. We'll be back Sunday night, late Sunday night. We'll be doing some reaction to week two in the NFL. We'll talk to you guys then. 